Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 yo. yo. What's happening? I told you. I told you. I knew this was going to be the weekend. Redskins finally busted out and scored a lot of points. Busting out. You're right, dude. I got to hand it to you. I thought it was going to be a closer game than it was. And John was like, nope. Yeah, I I kept telling Amy. I was like, I know. I was like, I was like, no, no, no. We gotta have at least thirty on the board, man. We gotta have a full routing here. Yeah, yeah. That being said, dude, I was kind of mad when Joe Gibbs just like ran it those three times when they could have scored a touchdown. When it was like third and six, and they were down at like the twelve near the yeah, end of the game. Should have gone yeah, that one that... time, but it was fourth down, like fourth uh-huh. inches or whatever it was. That was a we got hosed on that call anyway. Every time Ed Hockley does a Redskins game, there's always a bunch of little stuff. Little things that go against the Redskins every time. Like he'll always have these these plays that he explains out. Apparently he's a lawyer, yeah. And he always you know explains them out and everything. It's like, well, maybe you know that rule because you're a lawyer and it's your job and everything, but or well, it's just a judgment call. Like when they said there was no intentional grounding, when John Kitten was way back but he was still between the tackles mm-hmm. and the pocket was starting to collapse on him. Because he said he went outside of the pocket yeah. and came back in. He never went outside of the pocket. No, he was in the pocket the whole time. There wasn't much of one because the Redskins' defense blew it up for every single play the whole entire game. How about my dog, Andre Carter? Dude, James Carter. Man, he was awesome. That was huge. What did he have? Two sacks, eight tackles. I think he had three sacks, didn't he? He had, he had one, two. He had one for his safety. And he had one in the first quarter. And then he got one on the last play of the game, I think. No, the one in the first quarter you're thinking of is when he blew up the running back in the backfield. Really? Well, in any it was event, right before Cornelius Griffin had a sack. Any yeah. of it, I knew he was going to have a huge game. I told John beforehand. But, but you know, in all fairness with Ed Hockley, I still think he is definitely one of the better um, referees, officiating crews. You well, just... he might be good, but his crew kind of sucks. We yeah. got on that one where they challenged the spot. Yeah, the Redskins challenged the spot on the uh, on whether it was a first down or not. And when they first ran the play, the referee on the far sideline had the spot that they used, and the referee on the near sideline was a full yard upfield, and it would have been a first down if they had used his spot. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that had the better view of the play. Yeah, but you Just know little what? stuff like that that always happens with Ed Hockley's crew. Like he might be good, but the rest of his guys are boneheads. Yeah, but I still have one word to say about it, dude. Scoreboard. 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 The only thing I could be disappointed in is I was hoping we would have a full shutout. But, you know, what more could you ask? Defense stepped it up over and over again. The front four and sometimes even three had constant pressure. Every time Kittner went back to pass, I think 95% of his passes he got hit. Or passing plays he got hit. Dude. How many times did the Redskins blitz in this game? Like two. Not a lot. 
Like one? I don't know. It wasn't very much. They didn't Those front four, they didn't need to. It was just like, they were just, man, it was awesome. That safety that Car- Andre Carter pulled off was awesome, dude, where he just threw that guy to the ground with one arm. Uh-huh. And oh, John, yeah. John Kitna was all like, oh, 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 and just like slipped and fell. Dude, John Kitna has got to be the slowest quarterback I've seen <laughs> in recent memory. That dude looks like he is wading through a pool of molasses out there. Mm-hmm. Man. And, dudes, if that was the top-ranked passing team in the NFL, I feel sorry for the rest of the league with the Redskins coming their way. I think I think this was definitely an eye-opener game. Anybody that saw this game or who's going to watch the highlights or hear about this game is going to start having different thoughts about the Redskins this year. Except for the dude I heard on the way over here from Sirius Satellite Radio, Adam Schefter, I think his name is. He was like, well, uh, the Redskins and the Giants just need to keep winning because they're playing for second place at this point. <laughs> like saying the Cowboys are going to win like all the rest of their games. And then John had a good point about the Cowboys. He's like, who have they played? Let's break that down for a second. Who the have they? The Cowboys played the Giants and won. Okay. Now, it's probably the best team they've played. What do you guys think? They played Miami, who's now 0-5. Yep. They played um, – who else, John? Um, probably who did, they played St. Louis. Who lost who again? I mean, I they think. had the Gus bus in St. Louis. Um, they beat Chicago, who was, came in kind of like uh, New Orleans. They came into this season very overrated. Um, I think Chicago's like one in, what, three right now? Something like that, yeah. St. Louis is one and three, I think. The Giants are what three and two? They're, they're three and one. Three and two now. Three and two, really? Yeah. Yeah, because they lost their first two and they won three straight. So the That's Giants right. is the only team they've played that have won games. I think who was that last game against? They For the most part, oh, they beat the Bears. Louis. Yeah, they beat yeah, the Bears. Bears and then St. Louis. Yeah, and then they get Buffalo tomorrow night. Dude, I hope Buffalo goes in there and blows them up. Well, yeah. they've got New England next week. They've got the uh, 4 o'clock marquee matchup against New England next weekend. So New England needs to smoke them, man. I sure hope they do. I hope- I, I, all I know is one thing, though, is like at the end of the game, after the game, there were a lot of people at FedEx Field who were yelling, you know, bring on Dallas, bring on Dallas. Yeah, bring them. Well, the thing is, dude, let's just take it one game at a time. You know, let's enjoy this win. Let's concentrate on the next one. I understand the whole, you know, the Dallas rival. I think we all understand that. But I think we need to remain humble in this win. And, you know, let's get through the Packers. Let's get through the Cardinals. Let's do what we got to do and take it one game at a time. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. And I think the Redskins are going to do that. Today was a good, you know, a good feel-good game. I just had a feeling this was going to be the game where they busted out a lot of points. The defense showed up really well. Um, but I think even though this is only the second loss for Detroit, but, man, the two games that they've lost, they've gotten beat up pretty bad by NFC East teams. And uh, if anyone out there thought they might be for real, I think they can look at them now and see that they really are a lower, lower-tier league or lower-tier team in the league, mm-hmm. like bottom quarter, like lower – you know, 75% of teams in the NFL are better than your team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, they couldn't do anything on offense. They were inept. Did they even have a first down in the first half? One, I think. 
They did. They only had one third down conversion in the entire game, and it was like a third and two or third and one. Oh. That was it. But you'd be surpri- surprisingly, I was looking over the stats, and the Redskins actually had one more fumble than Detroit did. Detroit had four, and the Redskins had five. And of those nine fumbles, only one resulted in a turnover, and that was Portis's. Speaking of, that's who I'm giving my kick to, Portis. That's two games in a row that he's fumbled. It's like a Liddell Betts is pass, passing the no hands on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's your kick, huh? That's my kick. You're cl- you know, well, I was kind of thinking that too, honestly, not to steal your kick, Aaron, but I was like, you know, it, it was tough to give to give a kick today. I mean, who do you give the kick to? It's like, okay, to the new guy on the other line that that made a false start. No, you know, I mean, who do you really give? <laughs> who do you give a kick to? I mean, there were so many people to to give game balls to today. It was unbelievable. I know who my kick's going to go to. Who? Who? My kick goes to Matt Millen. How that dude has, still has a job in Detroit is beyond comprehension. <laughs> dude, you can't give a kick to him. You can't. You got to give one to a player on the Redskins. Has to be a Redskin player, or, dude. Or at least a coach. Oh, <laughs> uh, my don't... kick goes to Case Raybach for getting the only offensive line penalty I think in the game. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't think. I thought there was another O line penalty where where it was a false start or something. There might have been a false start too. But Wade's getting it anyway. Oh, that's right. Wade got one. No, I need a better kick than that because that's not, I don't. I'm not even so sure that that was a fair call against uh, Raybach because that was kind of a busted play. Um, who's my kick going to go to? We can't even kick Brandon Lloyd this week. I mean, he, he came in and got a catch. He made a catch. He came in and caught a ball for eight yards too, man. And he like made a move to make it eight yards. A little, I know. Little wide I know. receiver screen. Yeah. Dude, what about um? My kick goes to Pearson Prelo for jumping on that fumble and having to squirt out of his arms like a stuck kid. <laughs> and he got that 15-yard penalty. He landed on the ground, man. Yeah, that, that, ball, that, that works. Yeah, that was like a tube of toothpaste coming in out of his arms there. <laughs> <laughs> and he got that 15-yard penalty for the uh, late hit. Yeah, that was kind of questionable. but Oh, yeah, another questionable thing about Ed Hockley on that play was he got the late hit, but then some dude came out off the sideline, like, yanking Rock Cartwright's face mask, and they didn't see that, apparently. They didn't call anything on that, yeah. Mm, I'm going to kick oh. uh, Antoine Randall-L. He had an hurt. awesome game, dude. <laughs> We're getting hurt. <laughs> that, that's a good point, dude. I'm a little worried now because we had Santana Moss injured. Um, he'll probably be back next week since he was already running full speed on Friday's practice. But anyway, he didn't play, I think, because he didn't practice is what Joe Gibbs said, isn't it, John? I think they thought that they were going to win this game and that they were going to hold him out as a precaution for one more week. Considering <laughs> well, if he had played today and aggravated the injury or, or something of that nature, he would be out for a number of weeks going forward, and this time, this way he has another week to actually heal up before he plays. Well, well dudes, dudes, answer me this, though. Answer me this. Where is Rache Caldwell's got to be about to be cut? He something. played today. He I did play. See. He didn't get a catch, but he did play. Yeah, he was in there. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I was like, dude, how is it that on Monday we signed Keenan McCardell, and he comes in and makes two catches, you know, doesn't even know the playbook, he just comes in and, and, and does it. And I was like, where's Rache Caldwell? We've had him for like three weeks now. 
because Keenan McCardell is a Super Bowl winner with the Washington Redskins. Also, I heard on um, yeah, or, back when they had like twenty plays that they ran. I heard on oh, some yeah. pregame thing that Keenan McCardell's the offense he came from is pretty similar to uh, the offense the Redskins run, whereas I guess Rashad Caldwell's is not because. McCardell was like it's pretty much exactly the same offense except for what they call plays. So. Yeah, and McCardell also. I mean, he's got the ninth most catches in NFL history. Yeah, you tell him to run like a seventeen-yard in pattern, and he can do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been around <laughs> for a long time. He's a wily veteran. But anyway, back back to those injuries, dude. So now I'm a little worried about Randall L because that's a hamstring. How serious is it? Did you guys see the post game or anything? There, I didn't see any updates on it. Josh, did you? No, I didn't. I mean, I just saw, you know, I watched the Joe Gibbs interview and he's, and he was like, I don't want to tell you guys the wrong thing. Talk to the trainers. They're telling me it's an, it's a upper hamstring, you know, strain, injury, something or another. So I, you know, I don't know what, when, when he went down and he got up, he didn't look like he was hurting though. I didn't see him grabbing it or anything. You know, it might have been another, we're in pretty good shape. We're not going to take a chance. You know, arguably, it would be a bigger hit on the team to lose him than to lose Lantana Moss because he has been so dynamic this year. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, Randall L., he really is stepping up as a number two. And today, albeit against Detroit, he showed that he is – you could consider him as possibly a number one receiver. I mean, he's oh, yeah. in his prime right now. He's really he's really hitting the peak of his career, I think. Oh, Totally. And then, and then, and then, how about you know? We always say it. How about James Thrash coming in and 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 doing what he did today? Awesome, awesome, Profe- professional, awesome. professional body guy. Mm-hmm. Anybody can say what they want about James Thrash, but I think at least the three of us are in agreement that he's definitely an asset to the Redskins. And if anybody out there disagrees, listening, we don't choose care. Email and let us know, and we'll read it and and disagree with you and call you out as a Cowboys fan. <laughs> um, for him and Rock Cartwright, because when Thrash ran that huge kickback and he got the ball punched out, and Rock was right there running along with him, and Rock was right there and scooped it up. I mean, yeah. talk about a heads-up play. That that was the momentum shifter right there. That was after all those little fumbles. You know, they kept squirting around. No one on the Redskins could pick up the ball, even though they weren't even trying to pick it up and run. They were just trying to land on the ball, and yeah. they still couldn't get get a get a turnover that way. And I mean, Rock was right there, taking care of business, man. Yeah, it looked like a freaking rugby match half the time out there. It was like you yeah. needed that Benny Hill music. <laughs> <laughs> but John's talking about how Randall L is so dynamic and whatnot. But what about what about John's dog, Mike Sellers? Today, speaking of dynamic, he was all over the field, superstar. He was. I'm surprised they didn't have him throw a pass. <laughs> Might as well have had him kick a field goal, dude. Dude, all I know is I was making, I was doing sound effects during the game. Amy was cracking up because anytime Mike Sellers would get the ball, I'd be like, "Watch this!" and he'd like plow through somebody, and I would go, Whoa. "Like, you know, dude, he was just huge." I don't remember the name of the guy number thirty nine on uh on Detroit on the Lions, but I have a feeling right now that guy doesn't remember his own name either because that's the dude. No, wait, no, that's the guy that Sean Taylor did. Francisco something or another or something like that. It was some little cornerback is all I know. And he just, he's he's getting ready to tackle a wide receiver and he's like, crap, that's not a wide receiver. Crap, I got to tackle that dude. And he just got housed. 
oh man, he just got destroyed. No one man could bring him down. Which brings me and to my know, point. Which brings me to my point, dude. Joe Gibbs, if you're listening out there, anytime for the rest of the season, you have third and one, third and one and a half. Don't give it one. to Jason Campbell and let him try to support a back sneak. Yeah, dude. I mean, it does two things. A, you got you got Jason Campbell and you're putting it on the quarterback to do it. When, when I think we've got like much bigger choices, such as Mike Sellers or you know get it get it outside to Cooley or let somebody follow around the end or I mean you know or just plow up the middle. I mean, there's all these choices. The other thing it does is it sticks Jason Campbell, our our starting quarterback, on the bottom of a pile of people. Yeah. I'd give it to Mike Sellers every time on third and one. I swear. Absolutely. And that's what they almost what they did today. You could tell, like if you were watching a if you saw any interviews with Gibbs over the last two weeks. And I'm sure when he went out to dinner, if he was at Toys R Us, you know, shopping at Target, wherever he goes, I guarantee he heard probably twenty times a day, why didn't you give the ball to Mike Sellers at the goal line? Why didn't you give the ball to Mike Sellers at the goal line against the against the Giants? And suddenly in this game, they give the ball to Mike Sellers the entire game. And what happened? <laughs> well, except on that third down where they gave it to Jason Campbell and he made it to the bottom of the pile and something happened, got kicked in the head or something and didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably, someone probably tried to poke him in his eye or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was good. It was nice to see uh, the caveman out there from Wild Wild Community. Rocking and rolling. Walla, walla, it was nice walla. to see him running the ball, even though there were a few too many gadget plays, again, or semi-gadget plays, all that fancy-schmancy uh, Al, Al Saunders stuff, like the, the the aborted direct snap to Portis. Right. He didn't know about it. I know, dude. Yeah. He, was like, he, looked, he was like, whoa, what, what was that? The ball just kind of flew out to the side of him. He was like, oh. I thought it was just blocking like, oh, that. You. <laughs> but, of course, as Clinton, you know, as heads up as he always is, he's just sprinted right to the ball and jumped on it. So Now, now later on when they did that, they ran that play again, it was, it, it worked great. I mean, you got to say that the play worked when they. It did. And then they did it again and it didn't work so well. It was like, all right, could you, you can put that one on the shelf right now. Right. It's like, all right, we'll try that. We'll try that. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And what what about the what about the defense though? What what was that pass that Sean Taylor just looked like he was you know fair catching a punt? What was that from Kitna? Oh yeah, I mean what I know, we dude, had two picks this game, like... right? Yeah, yeah. Sean Taylor and the one from Carlos Rogers at the end where it was he was you know in the house. The one to Carlos Rogers basically was one of the ones last year, one of the ten last year that hit him and made it. He dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and somehow today it just he just he just stuck to him like Velcro. It was like bam, gone. Well, I told I told John this before the podcast, but we were sitting there and uh, watching the game, and right before they snapped that playoff, I said, I said, "Hey, man, this is going so great." I was telling my wife, I said, I said, "What we need now is just a quick pick and another touchdown." And then as soon as I said that, they snapped the ball right to Carlos Rogers. It was touchdown. It was hilarious. What was that noise? Josh called a shot. It's my cell phone ringing. <laughs> honey, honey, and it's dude, time for dinner. I want, I want to call out LaRon Le- Landry on a great play where he went up and he just batted the ball down. He just got his arm around and knocked it down almost like he was hitting a volleyball. Mm-hmm. On one. Like he, did he didn't that, worry like, about trying to house the guy. He didn't worry about trying to make some pick where he'd climb all over the guy's back. He just got in there and made the play. 
the guy, he, he's so uh, technically sound with his game. Dude, they were all hitting hard on the Redskins. Yes. Dude, do you Taylor have the stats? Up that guy on the kick return. Do you have the stats? How many total yards did the Redskins give up today? The Redskins gave up. Uh, and what about? They gave up 76 yards in the air and 68 yards on the ground. So it's <laughs> Randall 144. So that's basically. And how many yards did Randall L have in just the first half? He had 100 yards catching, even. 100 yards on seven catches. In the first half. Yeah, so almost as much as the Lions did the whole game. And we yeah. haven't mentioned this much, but what about Jason Campbell? What were his stats, dude? He was nearly perfect on the day. He was awesome. Jason Campbell was 23 for 29 for 248. Um, two touchdowns, no picks. Um, he had a, he had a 79.3 completion percentage. I was going to say that's got to be close to like 80% completion. He was at about 80 the entire game because they, they mentioned it during the game as well. Um, and, and, What's his name? Tim Ryan? Yeah. He tried to talk like he had come up with the idea, but you know someone fed him the knowledge when he got there yesterday, mm-hmm. um, saying that Jason Campbell is getting rid of the ball quicker. He doesn't have the long, sweeping um, arm movement before he releases. He's actually releasing the ball a lot quicker. His motion is shorter. And uh, I think that's, that's definitely really good to see him improving on that already in his career. And the beauty of it, though, dude, is that he did that in the second half using receivers that he's never thrown to in a game. Yep. None of them. The only receiver that he didn't hit was Rishay Caldwell. Probably freaked him out or something. <laughs> Dude, I think Rishay looked back at him like, I'm open, and his eyes went, Wah! and, like, came out like that. <laughs> Dude, you guys are so mean to Rishay. Dude, did you see him after the game? I don't know if anybody was watching uh, Comcast Sportsnet, the post-game stuff. They showed him walking back into the locker room. And the, the guy with the camera was like, you know, the Redskins are walking in. Roche comes walking by, and he looked right at the camera, and his eyes went, whoa, and got, like, super huge all the time. <laughs> it was like, they didn't, like, pop out of his head, but they did get pretty large. And Amy actually went, who's that guy with the great day eyes? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Why, that's Roche Caldwell. Hey, <laughs> speaking of Brandon Lloyd making his first catch this week, um, we got an email from uh, our good pal David down in Williamsburg. He last week we called out for you know taking a star away from us on iTunes right. for sound quality. So he said he went back on there and uh, fixed it. Thanks, dude. Far out. Thank you. He's he was, been working really hard at getting our sound quality better. And he was pretty yeah. upset that we called him out by name. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still working on it, by the way. And we're just messing with you anyway. So anyway, um, so he wrote an email, and, and this is what he called him, and I'm surprised we haven't thought of it before. He called him, avoid the roid. <laughs> <laughs> avoid the roid. He said we need to cut avoid the roid. <laughs> cut! Awesome. Oh, man. Josh, I'm surprised you didn't come up with that weeks ago. Oh, man. I'm tearing up a little bit. I'm tearing up. Speak amongst yourselves. I got an idea. Just as a hint, we could send Joe Gibbs some Preparation H. (laughs) (laughs) To help him avoid the Lloyd. Help him avoid the Lloyd. 
<laughs> well, he still no, has one catch that Rishi Caldwell has, so. Well, yeah. Yep. I don't know. So we'll I guess see. We can go ahead and give our. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I mi- dude, I misquoted him here. It says, "P.S. Time to cut B-Roid." Cut the roid. B-Roid. 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 Um. Anyway, you guys, uh, you guys hear that music? Uh, I do. Do we even give game balls yet, though, dude? We haven't given Tom. Tom, hold on a second. We haven't given. Dude, you gotta cut, you gotta put that music on hold, Aaron. You gotta take control of this. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, well, I gave mine out early. You guys are lagging. Dude, that's your... a little premature, prema- premature Tom, Tomolation or something. Dude, what's up? What's uh, down? Let's go. Let's get those game balls yeah. and kicks out. Aaron, who was your game ball to? Mike Sellers, caveman. Oh no, I didn't give my game ball. I gave my kick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> to Clinton Portis. <laughs> Who's your game ball go to? Um, can I give out more than one? Well, it is our show. All right, I'm going to give out one on offense and one on defense. Oh, and yeah, one... you're mentioning that. Aaron said this actually during the game when he called me one time. He was like, dude, I'm going to have to give one for offense and for defense because they're doing so well. And I'm going to start with the defense because they were the best. They were better yeah. than the offense, in my opinion. And the defense is going to go to no... No other than my dog, Andre Carter. Because Andre. not only did he play stellar ball and, like, you know, make those offensive linemen look like complete idiots, but that safety was kind of a turning point in the game, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that was when the door really got shut right there. It was like that, you, you knew at that point, you know, you can never say it's over. For, well, you can never say it's over for the most part. Uh, you usually can't say it's over until, you know, you get right at the end. But at that point, I was just like, warm up the bus. Mm-hmm. That's it. Go ahead and send them pack into negative 21 in D.C. Yep. And my offense goes to... Um, who was it? I just forgot. Oh, yeah. My boy, uh, or John's boy, uh, Mike Sellers. For an awesome game. I want He's one awesome. of I want one of his jerseys. And if you guys want one of his jerseys too, go through our site to get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. For those of you guys who haven't checked out HarryHogFootball.com, uh, we actually have an official link on our website now to the Redskins.com store. Um, and if you click through our website to get to it, we get a we get a little commission, and that helps us to keep the site going. Because, um, you know. It ain't and the free. podcast free and all that good stuff. Yeah, everything's free. We, we so we we that that kind of thing would help. Definitely would help us out a little bit. As you so do, if you're gonna your go to the store online, just go through our site because we get a little cut. Yeah, and we certainly we certainly appreciate it. Otherwise, the Danny just takes all your money, and you're not helping us out at all. Yeah, do you want to give all 100 percent of your money to Dan Snyder or just what is it 90 or just 99 point? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to pay eight dollars for that beer or seven ninety nine? Um. All right. Anyway, there's that. There's the plug there. All right. Uh, now you guys' turn. Go for it. Go ahead, John. I'll go last. All right. Um. Well, are we are we each going to do offense and defense? Since this is such a uh, debacle. Sure. Sure. It's our show, right. dude. It's our show. <laughs> do it. It's our show, dude. 
We don't um, even have a producer breathing down our neck saying we don't have time for offense and defense this week, fellas. <laughs> Take her easy, dude. Um, let's see. Well, I guess my defensive game ball, my defensive game ball is definitely, I'm going to jump in there and also give one to Andre Carter because dude started showing up at the end of last season and he's just doing nothing but getting better. And when Philip Daniels is in there and he's not hurt because he's so injury prone, when he's in there on the other end, it's almost like pick your poison because Daniels is quality when he's in, when he's healthy. Um, my offensive game ball goes to Jason Campbell. I think it was a career day for him. Three touchdowns, no, two touchdowns, no picks. 23 for 29. Mm-hmm. Really good. And two of those were passes that were just out of bounds to uh, James Crash. Mm-hmm. So they were both caught. <laughs> I'm glad you gave one to him because if someone didn't, I was going to have to give him an honorable mention. Yeah, he definitely deserved one. Big Smooth had a really good game. Joshua. Dude, it's tough because there were so many great shining moments. Um, If I had to give an offensive game ball, I could not argue with the Mike Sellers game ball. I was actually saying it early on in the game, and I just can't find somebody else that that I want to give one to any more than that. Not even B-Roy? No, not even B-Roy. I didn't think he deserves an honorable mention from Harry Hog football, though, just because he finally got a catch. He got off the schnack. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of B-Royd. I'm proud of him. You're um, proud to have a B-Royd? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Maybe he'll come up with a new song and be like, I'm back, y'all, and better than ever. I'm back, y'all. You remember so don't did cut that? me. I can catch. No, seriously. Do you, re- you remember when... Uh, uh, Terrell Owens went to, uh, to Dallas and he came out with that rap song of his and he was like, I'm back y'all and I'm better than ever. I'm back y'all. Oh yeah, I'm we back. all, I think a lot of us know that B. Lloyd's got his own blog and his own thing he does online and he's a, he's a uh, rap artist as well. And he's a um, podcaster too. Yeah. yeah, something of that nature. Um, and he eats a lot of egg whites. And he eats a lot of egg whites. We're not talking about waiting. him anymore. I'm kind yeah, of... that's en- that's enough about B. Lloyd. But you know, I, we are we are happy that Brandon Lloyd made a catch. So yeah, we get a he, shout he out. Further yeah. the yardage that the Redskins gained, which contributed toward the routing of the Detroit Lions. He had an eight and a half nine yard catch. I mean, that was a good one, and he he fought for the SBI. Um, do one of those duck out of bounds jobs. Nope. Right, in the you, mean, who's your in the meantime? A defensive game ball. I'm going to give because you all know the rub that I had last year with Greg Williams. I'm going to give my defensive game ball to Greg Williams. Really? You rubbed Greg Williams last year? (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Sick. (laughs) Um, Sick, dude. dude. Um, Yeah, because, you know, this is the first game, in my opinion, where – I didn't see a whole lot of fouled up defensive play calling, you know, where it wasn't like, why did they, why did they do that? Why did they switch to the prevent? Why did they do that? We weren't doing that. You know, we had like a game plan. It's like we stuck with it and we, we just did it and it all worked. So it's got to come downhill from somewhere. So as much as I want to give, you know, game ball to my, to my boy Andre Carter, who had a killer game, you know, or, uh, 
Laron Landry or, you know, any, any, or, or even freaking, uh, you know, Carlos Rogers was in there on some tackles and, you know, I, you can't, you can't, you know, put those things down. But I mean, the fact that, that, uh, the defense seemed to be run very well today, I got to give the game ball to Greg Williams. And you may never hear me say that again, but I certainly hope you do. Cool. Very good. And I want to say one more thing about Jason Campbell before we move Dug on. G. Jason Dug Campbell G. was very patient today. And I know that, that's something that one of the announcers said today during the broadcast as well. And he made a really good point. He was very patient. On that touchdown, he had a couple of – they were almost like shovel passes where he kind of would dance along. He'd, he'd kind of move out to his right a little bit as the pocket was coming apart. And he'd kind of sit there and look, and he'd dance around near the uh, line of scrimmage, and he'd just kind of dump it. Yep. He had a couple passes, one that was a touchdown. Um, I dump the Cooley and dump the Sellers. Yeah. yeah, he had the zip. He zipped that one in the Cooley, and he had that dump off the Sellers that way. And, you know, dude showing – dude was smooth, man. Big smooth. And when he had to move, he'd just make a little move, and he'd get around people, or he'd keep, make people miss for the most part. Except and the other and, thing – when you look at how John Kidman was out there, like, <laughs> moving slow, you know, and just seeing Big Smooth out there, it, it makes me feel good <laughs> as a Redskins <laughs> fan because and, I think we think have about, a quarterback who is going to be very good, if not possibly great, for a long time to come. I totally Finally. Agree. Finally. I totally agree. And if you think about, like, going through the past few seasons at least, or you got Mark Brunel or, uh, remember, uh, Pat, when Patrick Ramsey was in there. Think about, you look at Patrick Ramsey and he just looked like he was scared out of his freaking pads half the time. Like, you know, yeah. he, was worried, he was worried about getting hit. You, you know, he just had that look you, you, you look at, at Jason Campbell, he just doesn't seem to have any of that fear. I mean, I, if he does, I just don't see it. He just kind of, he knows they're coming. He knows they're coming. He steps here. He steps there. If he's about to get hit, it's not like he shows he's about to get hit. And I don't and when know if he that's... does get hit, he takes a hit. He's yeah. a large guy. Right. And when he takes a hit, like when early in the season, when he took that shot and it looked like perhaps he had uh, done major damage to his knee, was that the first game, the one against the Dolphins? We're all like, oh, man, mm-hmm. oh, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it just seems to me, I don't know his history well enough to know for sure, but I have a feeling he hasn't had to deal too much with real injuries like bumps and bruises and you know maybe slight strains and stuff like that but i think he's just one of those guys that doesn't get hurt easily i mean he even was wincing after that uh that quarterback sneak but then he came back in he was smooth as ever because you know some guys some guys are just really injury prone yep Dion. hey did he even get knocked down today he got knocked down once i remember he like tripped over his own dude Maybe that was it. All right, anyway. You guys hear that music finally? (laughs) That's right, y'all. It's time for Tom's Trivia. God. All right, can we call dude now? Call him up. All right. Alright, it says connect. Uh, this is normal, phone. Aaron, you gotta say edit conference, dude. I did. 
Hello? Hey, Mr. Mister. Yes. This is Aaron, Josh, and John. What's up, dude? <laughs> hey. Hey, Harry Hog boys. How you doing? Good, man. We're doing excellent. Good, man. Good. Win. <laughs> Big uh, win. It was. We just wanted to call you back because we saw you called and wanted to bring you on just in time for hey, Tom's trip. You guys, you guys shocked me. I, you said you'd never answer the phone, and then I call up, you answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Is this some weird recording? And then I'll say, no, this is... We'll call <laughs> you like, back. I was like, it's Josh. We'll call you back. <laughs> anyway, we wanted to bring you on. Just we, we're, we're just about to record Tom's Trivia when Josh noticed that you were calling in. So, here we go. Tom's Trivia. I'll bring up the question from last week. See if you know it. Question from last week was, in the 2004 draft, how many players were used for defense? And who, who were they? You got the answer, Mr. Mister? In the 2004 draft, how many players were taken were for defense? Yeah. I got no idea. All right, the answer was sent in by none other than Tom himself, since Josh is the one that asked the question. <laughs> and Tom got it right, so that means Tom wins the uh, Harry Hug Football Firefox theme 2.0. And the answer was there was only one player selected for the defense, and it was Sean Taylor. The other three were offensive players, Chris Cooley, Mark Wilson, and Jim Molinaro. Well, all right. Thanks for that that's answer, truly, Tom. That's a, that's a truly random uh, yeah. question. Yeah, and we'll put the uh, we'll put the Harry Hog theme for Firefox 2.0 on your uh, profile there on the website, so you should be able to download that like tomorrow. Yeah. Although, I mean, really, he should. I think we'll just have to make sure we automatically update him all the time because I mean it's Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Half the time he answers the trivia questions when he doesn't give us one, he's the one who answers. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Mr. Trivia. Anyway, um, didn't Tom tell us a while back that he was on some like CBS Sportsline finalist for trivia for Redskins or something? Something like that. Anyway. So that brings me back to uh, Tom's question that he sent in last week that I couldn't ask because I didn't want it to jinx the game. And here it is. Let me get through this. Okay. Um, in honor of the last game, he said next game. Here it is. Detroit is one of five teams to have never defeated Washington in Washington. Name the other four. Ooh. Ooh. Alright, So if you guys know the answer, go ahead and send it in to RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com That's H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com or give us a ring on the hotline at 202-657-HAIL and leave us a message. And I would say that we promised never to answer the phone, but as we were recording the podcast, I noticed that Mr. Mister was calling in, and so he's on with us right now. So anyway, Mr. Mister, uh, what were you going to say? What kind of message were you going to leave there until Josh messed it up for you? <laughs> I was just going to start screaming on the phone, so. Pretty let's, much a, well, let's do it now. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, I don't have any, I don't have anybody to talk to out here. My kid was sleeping at the time. And my, my only, my only buddy who's a football fan out here is a, he's a Seattle Seahawks fan. So I called him up to say something, but he didn't want to talk for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Probably because they got shut out or whatever. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe that was it. Oh, yeah. Maybe. In any event, you can always vent on the hotline and maybe we'll answer. <laughs> kind of like. Josh did today. There's a rare, rare chance that he would answer. Most likely yep. not. 
<laughs> yeah, if we answer it, means we're in the middle of recording the podcast itself. So you might just make yourself make your way onto the uh, the next podcast live. Um. Hey. So what about that game, dude? I'm just I'm excited. I'm excited. It felt it felt like a real win. Mm-hmm. It felt like the first real win of the season. Like there's no doubt in your mind the whole game we're gonna win it. Mm-hmm. It, felt, it felt good. Everybody played. Everybody was solid. What did you think about Mike Sellers? Mike Sellers is the man. Why aren't they giving that guy the ball more? I know. Where's he been? Like last week Where? against the Giants there at the end. Like like last week against the Giants or maybe like the last two years? <laughs> I know. Or maybe like every time they're tempted to give uh, Jason Campbell the ball on third and inches to get yeah. the uh... – <laughs> anyway. So what, what, what about Jason, Jason Campbell? This guy's the real deal, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he is. I really do. I think he could be the quarterback for years to come. He's getting up to that. He's at that good level, and I think he's really getting ready to break into the very good. And I don't want to jinx anything or say anything, but I think he could be one of those quarterbacks that has been the answer to all our prayers since 1991. Yeah. You know, like the quarterback who could really be a great quarterback. I, I, he's got to be good because I got guys coming. I've got like three or four uh, cowgirl friends in my office mm-hmm. because you know it's the bandwagon team. Oh yeah, and uh, and even they come up to me and say that he's got a rifle arm. So you know when a red when a Cowboys fan makes a compliment, it's you know the few and far between. Yeah, truly. Or it's so they don't want you to get on them too bad when the Redskins beat the Cowboys in a few years. <laughs> Like I, I, get on, I get on them regardless. <laughs> I, live, I, live, I live little post-it notes around the office. I, I've been leaving. I've been. There's also a lot of Chargers fans. I keep walking about by their uh, by their desks during the week. Today the Chargers won, but during the week I just keep walking by. Go two words for you: Norv Turner. <laughs> Norv Turner. <laughs> I thought it's been very interesting the last few weeks how every single sports show on the radio and on the television. When they talk about the Chargers, everyone just kind of talks about Norv Turner for about 15 seconds, and it's basically the same thing. Well, everyone knew he wasn't a head coach. What were they thinking? Anyway, let's move on to the owner for having fired Marty Schottenheimer. Right. And then they're like, what is that sound? Oh, it's Marty Schottenheimer sitting on an island popping a bottle of champagne laughing. Yeah, because didn't he get something like a $4 million a year payout or something of that nature? He made a lot of money. Exactly. For years that he's not coaching. And good for him. I think we're still paying. I think we're still paying. We might still be. (laughs) We're going to be paying for him forever. This might, two, three, four, five. I think last year was the last year we were paying him, actually. (laughs) Anyway, dudes, we're getting long on this podcast. We need to wrap this thing up. Um, Yep. Thanks, Mr. Mister, for calling in. Um, Thanks for the call. uh, Next time, yeah. Call and vent. After a game, did you, get, like a did you guys did you guys mention anything about the Harry Hog uh, fantasy league? Can you any talk about that? Who's in first and doing well? Um, I'm oh, pretty gee, much in Miami. Who is in first in the Harry Hog fantasy league? Because it sure isn't me. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think it might be me. I think it might be me. I just thought I'd mention that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a feeling if you brought it up, you're probably. What are the chances that Mister Mister is in first in the fantasy blog? The fantasy. Uh, Football league for Harry Hog football. Um, 
as a matter of fact, yeah, Mr. Mister is leading one of the two conferences. There's a big shot. And I think they're leading by a pretty hefty lead, right? If I remember right, I was looking at yeah, it. I like that. Yeah, I had a point. You're three and one. Like you've def- you've got the most points scored so far up to this point. Um, and I've and already taken it. Definitely. And I and I already took advantage of Danny, so it's been a successful. <laughs> Some on-air smack talk for Danny. There you go. Um, one other thing we didn't mention is uh, Gary Clark was inducted into the Ring of Honor today at halftime. Yeah, they're doing for for those of you guys that don't know. Every home game this year, they're inducting a new person. I I think they've already had all these plaques up since the stadium has opened, but they're doing like official inductions for you know the 75th anniversary thing. But Gary Clark gave a big old impassioned speech that was basically. Handle the Redskins, kick these Lions' butts. They've never won here, and they never will. I know, man. And the crowd got all pumped up about it, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Anyway, dude, John, right quick, we need a uh, random Redskin of the week. Oh, yeah, this week, random Redskin of the week. He is a guard. He played for, who did he play for? Let's see if I can remember. Um, The Redskins? The Redskins. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, this is true. Uh, let's see. He played for Tennessee. He was a guard. He played for the Redskins for a decade, from 1985 to 1994. He is one of the hogs. One of the later hogs, but definitely one of the strong ones. Number 63, Raleigh McKenzie. Raleigh McKenzie. Raleigh McKenzie is your random Redskin of the week. Excellent. Awesome. With that, dude, we're going to have to wrap this thing up so people can still download it <laughs> before the next podcast comes out. <laughs> so, um, looking forward to next week's game against Green Bay. At Green Bay. At, At Green Bay. That's right. It's going to be a test. That's going to be a big test. And our boy Tom from Tom's Trivia will be in Lambeau. Nice. Really? He's going to be something. He's going to be carrying in the Harry Hog banner. Dude, that's awesome. Sweet. I mean, some, there's certain stadiums. That's like Wrigley Field in baseball. That's just a stadium you want to go to watch, to watch a game, even mm-hmm. if you don't like the Cubs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Fantastic. Have a good time. So have fun, Tom. Yeah. And, um, yeah, dudes, that's about it. Uh, if, uh, this week, uh, hail to the Redskins. Great victory. Looking forward to a win next week. And a Cowboys loss on uh, Monday night to the Bills. And, um, as always, dudes, if you see a Cowboys fan, Joke Joke off. Off. Oh. Okay, bye bye. Dude, Mike Sellers is a Josh John, this is Dave Lee from Williamsburg calling you for section four twenty five half time and things are looking good. They seem to be mixing up the play calling a little bit and uh obviously there's a lot of good cheer up here. Just wondering, I just watched the uh Gary Clark induction in the Redskin Hall of Fame and I noticed some dude with a uh with a sign in section four twenty four fifty two right next to the induction ceremony, hanging up a sign that says uh, Larry Michael is, is a hack. Here? And I just wondered whether that was uh, you know, Aaron.
Josh or Hello? John that I was seeing yeah, over there. So I uh, hope you'll address that. Take care. Hail the rescue. Bye-bye.